we are we are all in the sauce, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Lost in the sauce. Welcome back to the Rat One podcast, where uh, I'm know. right. Actually, yeah, yeah. I was... <laughs> a lot, ha- a lot has happened this week, and one of the many things that we spoke about last episode, uh, the what's happening with the formats. Ash was correct. Um, precedent for once was wrong, and uh, back one guy in Marcus's comments also correct. So. Uh, Yo, shout out to the guy in Marcos's comments. If you don't know what we're talking about of what we're of what Ash was right about, I said we. <laughs> like me and Brady got it right too. No, we didn't. Uh what Ash was right about was uh series one rule set for VGC twenty twenty-three has dropped no paradox Pokemon and no Ruination Quartet. How we feeling? Yep. I said it might be that, and then they were all like, no, they wouldn't do that. And then they did it. And, and did I'm it. not happy about it. I, I like the Paradox Pokemon. I wish we could have used them. But considering that this format has been slated to last two months, I bet that we're going to get another two-month format with the Paradox guys, another two-month format with home integration, and then whatever happens then if they add legendaries, if they don't, you know. Yeah. yeah totally. So, so yeah, so uh, I think I'm a little sad because... Yeah, Paradox guys are cool. I'm a big fan of Paradox and yeah. Ruin guys. They felt like I don't. It's like the Tapu and the Ultra Beast of the generation, and we can't yeah. use them. And um, that yeah, kind of blows. I'm sure we'll be able to though. Oh, we'll, we'll be able to like, use eventually. Yeah, that that's I what's think... great about knowing that they're probably going with the series system is that we we're pretty much guaranteed that they're going to be used at some point, right? Yeah, they're gonna trickle them in. That's that's why I was gonna say is like precedent says it's different, but it still feels kind of like what they did with Gen Eight because, I mean, we didn't get all the G Max guys at first in Series One, you know what I mean? And we didn't get you know everything mm-hmm. that was in the game. Um, so I I I get it. I'm not with it either to use my favorite Pokemon. I really wish I could use that right now, but uh, yeah, I, I want to use the snail. Honestly, it's a, it's high. It's, it's, it's cool. It's a cool format. It's an overall L for clickbait because like <laughs> Paradox guys and Ruin Core, like the Ruin Quartet, is like good for clickbait because they're the new guys. Check them out. Yeah, and it also gives us uh gives us a chance to use like other guys like um. Fucking Goldengo for some reason is like an actual threat that yeah we like we couldn't use before because of Fluttermane, which is nice. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was gonna Flutter- say too. Fluttermane, Chi, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy for this because <laughs> yeah, I- I'm happy for it because there's a lot of Pokemon that probably would get completely destroyed by everything else in the format, like all the Paradox forms, and so getting the chance to use some things like. I don't know. My boys Frigoraph and Dunsparce can be used to some success, and so I'm happy about that. I'm glad that I have the opportunity to do that, and it's kind of exciting. Uh, Goldango being a beast is—I mean, it 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 fills the same role as Fluttermane. There's a lot of Pokemon that fill the same role as, um, you know, the other ghost the other type with spread Pokemon move damage and strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am. I am sad. No scream tail. I wanted to use purely. Sc- I purely wanted to use scream tail because he looked goofy. That that was it. And now I can't do that anymore. Sad. The Jigglypuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Jigglypuff. Um, I think. He screamed. I think it's well, weird. It's like if I played a little bit of it last night. Y'all were with me. It felt mm-hmm. like a regional decks format of a regional decks. You know what I mean? But <laughs> like. I mean, yeah, yeah I can see. It. I, I, it's, uh, I mean, it's just like a limited decks, right? It's. It, yeah. The I like limited dexes are just generally like better formats. I feel like, but but like having that extra limit is like also kind of cool. I don't know. I think the more limited a dex is, the more fun it can be. But also at the same time, if it's too limited, it feels like you're restricted in your team building that way as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you there. It felt like regional decks UU, you know what I mean? Rather than regional decks <laughs> that's, the, that's my singles way of saying that, but like, you get the vibes, you get the vibes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, are, you, are you enjoying the format? Have you been playing? What you been playing? I, 
I've been enjoying it. I'm a Cerulege believer. I, I'm not Cerulege. I'm a fool. I'm not Armourouge. a Cerulege believer. I'm an Armor Rouge believer. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm so sorry there. The Dieter came out of me. Um, <laughs> I, I love Cerulege. Cerulege is hype. Um, He's cool, and I really like Armor Rouge. I mean, you get Expanding Force, you set up Trick Room with Indeedee. You, you play Indeedee Hat, but big boy. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I just really enjoy playing it. Um, I think Fergarath being actually good and me not coping that it's good makes me very happy, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, Brady, I've stolen the Disquake idea from Brady. I think that'll be good with Kilowattrel and Garchomp. And, and like, like Amoongus, Arcanine, Grimmsnarl, all Pokemon that have been good in past formats, Rotom, are, are still going to be good. And I don't know, a lot of new Pokemon are good as well. I think I mentioned that in a previous episode where this gen we have a lot of Pokemon that are just good. Um, where the past generation, I I don't think we got many like that in Galar. Besides, like besides like Hatterene, Indeedy, uh, Dragapult, um, Grimmsnarl, like Cinderace. Yeah. We didn't get like a bunch of new crazy guys, but a lot of new monsters generation are just usable. So it's cool to see a kind of evenness of old good mons and new good mons rather than the beginning of Sword and Shield was a lot of just these guys were old good guys, in the past. Yeah, like Togekiss, <laughs> like um um a- anything that wasn't Dragapult felt like it was just a returning Pokemon. Like Arcanine. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean Arcanine Rotoms. will be that. Like Arcanine will always yeah. be good. Like in a format well, where well, like, dudes like, dudes like Togekiss, dudes like Rotoms, dudes like um, I'm completely blanking on like the beginning of Swordfield. Uh, Rhyperior, Togekiss. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The guys that like, have good stats and stuff, but they don't have Titar. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not new. Nothing new. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think. And so mm-hmm. that's, there is some merit to them doing like breaking it up into series. Um, with this many mons getting trickled in, I kind of yeah, like yeah. that because it's going to feel very fresh each time. Mm-hmm. Like, what we're currently playing in Series 1, when the Paradox guys get added, that's going to be, like, very different to what we're playing right now. Gold Dengo ain't going to be running shit. <laughs> like, you already mm-hmm. brought that up, yeah. A random toll yep. on teams and shit, it's like... Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, it's Pinkurchin a... viability somehow. <laughs> yeah, it... it yeah, uh, Pinkurchin! It feels like a little bit of a different game, like, with those guys added and those other ones not. Like, you can still run the same sort of stuff, but, like, uh, I think I said this in the Marcos video, um, priority move stocks are, like, way down at the moment. Like, sure, they're still good, but, like, shit like Eastby Dragonite or Bullet Punch Scissor aren't as good. Uh... One adjustment that I made to one of my teams was that I originally had, like, a, a Scizor on a team with Bullet Punch. Now I feel like I can afford to not have to run Scizor and just instead run, like, a Goldango with Make It Rain, like a Specs Goldango mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Because it still plays the same role of, I hit big with steel damage, but you don't need that priority. Like, yeah. Especially when, like, stuff like Amarouge and, like, Indeedee are... Indeedee, yeah, terrain being a thing is, like... Yeah. Well, I mean, Indeedee... pretty big. I mean, uh... I figure after true, true. <laughs> Indeedee, um... Amarouge was still a thing, like, before we knew about the bands, but, um... It's, like, stocks away it, It's grown now. a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm an Arm- I am an Armourish believer as well. Uh, oh yeah, no, it, you kind of you kind of put cool. me onto that last night. That was that was very fun. That, that we don't have the Don Ductor here. Yeah, we don't have the Don Ductor here, so we can't ask for his opinion on uh, on uh, what's good. And oh, what's d- not. that's a that's a really good one. Good example of like with the paradox and Ruination guys band. What gets better? Don Dozo gets really good. <laughs> yeah, but because uh, of my. F- my good friend Benji decided to run substitute leftovers on Dozo, and I've yeah. never questioned my friendship more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it checks out. It makes sense. Like, it's it's so gross, but it's wonderful at the same time. I feel like the one thing that I'm like struggling to deal with in like my brain when facing the Dunders or matchup is like, sure, I might be I might be able to um haze them with a Merkur, or I might be able to hit them with a mascarada with flower trick 
But what if they change into a steel type? What if they change into yeah. a ground type? Which is like, it's super versatile. Like, that's just terrestrializing being like super versatile, but also it's like. Mm. Sometimes it feels like when you get sometimes you like face a team and it's like fuck they had like the thing specifically the one thing the yeah. one thing that I needed them not to be and it like it's weird it's just like weird battle prep stuff yeah. as well no I'm that's with you also on this something Dozo can I, I run like six different terror types very well ground yeah, yeah. fire water and, grass. and all of it like a lot yeah, of its fire, abilities do fire water grass ground steel um dragon dragon, dragon? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah. what that's what's insane about it. Um, sorry, yeah, I, I'm cutting people off today. I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. my thoughts gone. Never mind. I'm gonna. <laughs> but yeah, no, Merkur is good. Um, fuck you, Michael. Uh, I kept. I kept. I'll be the first <laughs> one to admit I kept. <laughs> Look, you guys made me waver a little bit. I weren't. It, I'll admit. But I've been a a Merkur fan since fucking 2017, brother. You can't take that shit away from me. I've I put, <laughs> I ran Murko back in 2017. I ran that guy in BDSP. He was a little worse because he didn't have Eviolite, but now he's good because he has Haze and he has Taunt and he has Parasong and he has Tailwind. And he has Foul Play, not Brave Bird. Don't run Brave Bird on that guy. I don't care that he well, has a I don't care I don't care that he has a higher attack stat from than uh, Talonflame. That isn't a reason why you run uh, <laughs> Murko. You don't run Murko because of its attack stat. Parish song is a big one too. I um I I remembered I I made a I made a tweet last night uh because I saw a video where somebody was running Brave Bird on the Mercury and I'd um I'd seen people on Ladder doing the same thing and I was like why why are you doing this and someone <laughs> replied I think it was forty five mice I think that's their name I they have like a salmon uh, a melodic profile picture I think um. And they're like, oh, it's a higher attack stat than flame Shrug emoji, and I'm like, yeah, and fucking Amoongus has a higher attack stat than Indeedy. I don't think anybody fucking cares, dude. Like, that's what, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I think that's, like, I didn't reply that. That's what I wanted to. Um, I think Colbert, uh, Col Colbert? Cobalt? Is that how you pronounce her name? Cobalt. I don't know. Um... Posted like choice bend Merkur the best set and I'm like yeah <laughs> it has Hell yeah. and I'm like yep and I concocted something with like super luck and it was funny um, <laughs> crit that crow I, it, it it has a higher attack stuff and talent flame what can I say dude <laughs> yeah it's just it just makes it good that's just yeah, how it works the cool part about Merkur to me that I didn't know about that I was like no this month's bad it's like little baby guy it sucks it's like whimsicott on Walmart whimsicott right. Uh, no, I'm 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 capping because uh, uh, Parish Song Haze. You can run a, like a Murkrow in Psychic Terrain, and it can use all of its prankster moves that it wants. Mm -hmm. to Oh yeah, and that's the coolest part to me. And I'm just like, okay, never mind. I lied. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's 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 a good Pokemon, which is very funny to me because I was ranking it in terms of like Whimsicott in my head, in terms of like um, prankster guy, trick uh, Tailwind Tailwind guy. That's like the Whimsicott only thing just it... offers so much variety in what it can do, and it can fit on a lot of different teams and do different things depending on the team, right? Mm -hmm. Murkrow, maybe a little bit, but the cool thing about Murkrow is that for this game, for Scarlet Violet specifically, for this meta, right? You got shit like Dundozo running around. You want priority haze. You've got shit yep. like um, Clay you know, big Hulkin pseudo legendaries. Yeah, like clear amulet Garchomp. You want your your prankster guy to have foul play. You want stuff like that, right? So like, it, you want it to be a flying type to be able to click earthquake uh, comfortably. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah. think this is like just a the whimsicott of the generation, and that's hilarious. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think it's hard. priority tailwind just in general is fantastic. It's like, but that's yeah. also the only thing that it kind of shares apart from like priority taunt. Like that's. They're completely different Pokemon, sure, they both do, like, the ta Prankster Tailwind thing, but so does, uh, Talonflame, not even though it isn't Prankster, it's still Priority Tailwind, but they're, like, completely mm -hmm. different mons in the way that, like, Murkrow is more of a, uh, like, oh, I, I'm gonna, like, prevent you from doing what you wanna do, uh, whereas... Winsicott is more as, like, Disruptor-type guy, or, like, support in general. Murkrow doesn't support... Mercury is like 
guy who says no, don't do that. You can't <laughs> don't little, set up. little fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, because so, Whimsy God is more like encore, like fake tears helping hand type guy. I'm gonna support my guy so you can do the most mm -hmm. damage possible. Merkur is there to be like other guy, don't do thing. Like don't you can't mm -hmm. you can't do status moves, Whims don't Whimsicott, Whimsicott helps its friends, Murkrow stabs its friends' opponents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, heads more up, heads up. More just like punishing them for like wanting to like set up or do anything. Um mm -hmm. And foul play is one hundred percent better than Braybird. Uh sorry to say everybody running He's still Brave hung Bird, up Murkrow. on this. Um <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? While we're on the topic of weird sets that people are running at the moment, Toxic Orb Tatsugiri, can we talk about that one? Or like uh, self killing their own Tatsugiri? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think that's good. I think everyone's in the same camp as this, but I, it just. I get it. You want Flamigo to work, right? Bro, it's Flamigo. Yeah. Uh, I love Flamigo so much, but I, I can admit, I, I, was, I was going crazy last night. Don't run it with Dondozo. If you want to be way more consistent, put it next to a Garchomp. You copy the Garchomp's sword stance. He can click Earthquake next to you. Easy peasy. Yeah, perfect that combo. Fire. Yeah. You can, you and you want to know how many turns that takes? Yeah, you can set Tailwind up. You want to know how many turns that takes? One. And One not, turn. Not like five Not times. like Rather three. Rather than the like 16 <laughs> that it takes to kill your own Tatsugiri with poison damage. Like Exactly. Please, there's better ways. Yeah. Huh? Bro. Got a shiny not to cut the not to cut the conversation. Wait, enough, did you get a fucking shiny get? Two Dude! shinies within an hour <laughs> of this call starting. So okay. Would buddy. you like to? We've explained the piss dragon lore on this podcast before. Surely, surely. Yeah, yeah no, we have. It, it, it got its own like a uh, segment, but I remember for for recap, uh, Brady was shiny hunting Latias, shiny Latias for so long, um, and now done. he is trying to get a shiny Roaring Moon. Which is a dragon type that shiny is partially yellow, uh, and he has gotten how many as well as three? <laughs> you almost wait. Brady, was that not Brady, false swipe? Brady, was that not false swipe? He that was false swipe, but he almost oh. but he almost used a, the gibble used a recoil move, but his scissor dodged, and now it's using dragon claw. I'm live tweeting oh. this. Brady, throw the master ball, bro. <laughs> Just fucking do it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this thing's gonna kill itself. Just throw the master ball, Brady. Brady? Brady, throw the master <laughs> ball. Brady. <laughs> How much do you want a shiny Garchomp, though, for real? Never mind. <laughs> he already threw it. <laughs> um, so, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm shiny hunting for Roaring Moon at the moment um, with my funny avocado sandwich that boosts um, <laughs> dragon... Uh, shinies, and I've gotten so far uh, a shiny Gibble and three shiny Zwilus. So, um, no, no Roaring Moon. But now you have a Gibble and a shiny Garchomp. Shiny Garchomp's hype. Yeah. What? Michael. The, sh the shiny itself, but having a shiny of Garchomp is hype. Okay, yes. Yes, I understand. Because yeah. Garchomp is a very good Pokemon. Um, yeah. You're going to use that guy a lot. Uh, Swing and swing. You're gonna be glad that that's in a master ball. Yeah, uh, swing, swing, swinging it back. Uh, yeah, Garchomp is like stocks way up. You don't have to run Terra Fire now, um, which is cool. I mean, oh, yeah. you didn't have to before, but like, I feel like I don't have to. Um, mm -hmm. But I Terra love Fire... running Terra Ground. I've seen Terra Ground a couple times. It's scary. Yeah. Terra Ground. You just get rid of your weakness. It's like yeah, yeah, Terra Ground next to a fucking um. That guy feels like Groudon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, normal ground type. Yeah, absolutely. Like with Terra, Garchomp is like yeah, I'm a I'm strong ass fucking Groudon now, dude. Um, which is hype. Um, I mean like next to Murkrow. Um, and this is like the Disquake shit as well because Killawatchroll next to that shit is insane. What the fuck's your Arcanine doing to Terra Ground Garchomp plus Killawatchroll? Intimidating. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, then like fucking. That's the Disquake. Um, Disquake, and then you have Murkrow who can set up Tailwind. I mean, Killawatchroll can set up Tailwind if you're not like a spec set. Um, mm -hmm. and then like Telepathy guys over Godivore isn't like great. You. There are no good you fairy type. Right. I don't think they're alright, but I don't think there are many good fairy type uh guys this gen unless you like specifically. Uh, Sylveon go crazy. 
Sylveon's cool. I like Sylveon a lot. It's like it's pretty staply. Like if it, if Sylveon is in a regional deck, it's normally pretty alright. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're talking about earlier that Terra Blast, uh, Pixelate like is really versatile because you just get like a single oh, target yeah. base eighty uh berry move. Yeah, if so you can run a. It gets yeah. You run a different terrestrial type, and well, then no, but like, if you end up not clicking it, you just you got that one. You got fairy move. Well, what you do is you run hyper voice and uh, and oh, a different terra type, and then normal terra. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not terrad, it's just a fairy type move. But if you are terrad, you can change it to a different type. So you just have extra coverage. Okay. Plus, like a single target option. Uh, mm -hmm. It's actually kind of good, yeah. If you like do Terra Fire, yeah, either Fire Move or Fairy Move in that slot. Okay, mm -hmm. that's not bad, yeah. So it's like a really cool versatile thing. Um, Terrestrializing's fun. Terrestrializing is. is fun. I... Um, I don't know if I if I'm like a full fan of it, but like it is, it is leagues better than Dynamax, and I think that's just like already. Just like so great. Oh yeah, it's just it, it's so much more balanced, and I don't know. I enjoyed a lot more. I remembered my point that I was going to bring up earlier of well, Dodozo is so annoying because it can terrestrialize into all these different types. I feel like also that issue gets kind of eliminated by best of three. I mean, not completely because there you. was I'm always the there's always the play of saving your Z move into the last second and then dropping a bomb on them. Same thing with terrestrializing last second. Yeah. Um, but I feel like. I don't know. I feel like being able to, um, I just fell down a fucking hole. Uh, I've been playing the video game too. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know. Being able to predict the type, you know, in best of one is a lot harder than doing it in best of three when you can force your opponent into a situation where they have to terrestrial game one and now you have that information. Yeah. yeah like a Dendozo is going to be forced to terrestrialize if that's the win condition. Mm -hmm. And it needs to Terra to beat one of the guys on your team. Like, if that's their exactly. track, it's going to get revealed early. And I'm... I'm Somebody asked me, it, like, what my thoughts are on um, terrestrialization versus Dynamax, because, you know, I'm number one Dyn Dynamax fan. Yeah, um, yeah. And I wanted to give it a little bit more time, specifically because I want to play with it in best of three, because for that exact reason, I think this is going to be so fun in a best of three meta. Like, oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think I, what I was saying before about the Dundozo stuff definitely only applies in Best of One, because it's definitely a, uh, like, a Best of One gimmick of, like, ooh, I'm gonna show you that I have, I'm running Water-type Scizor or something, and it's, like, really weird, like, Terra-type that you see in Best of One that just so happens to beat you, is, like... Mm -hmm. The only thing that's really going to change, if you know about in the best of three, it's like, well, I'm just going to bring like my electric type that I didn't bring game one. Yeah, you yeah. You can't pull that out on me, and then then that's a mind game of whether or not they even bring it or terrestrialize it or whatever. It's like, and, it, and that's it, what that's what I'm so excited like, for. Yeah, it's never going to feel like you're running out of resources either because. Oh no! You only have one Pokemon that resists uh, the Terra yes. type that like they they pulled out on you on game one. Well, guess what? You have six different Terra types, so maybe you do have something on your team exactly extra exactly. to help deal with it. And I, I think that's going to be really really cool. Yes, like, there's there's something in some formats where the problem becomes shit. I need I need five Pokemon to deal with this archetype. Yeah, yeah. Now you can have you those can five make Pokemon. It. You can you can make it yourself. I mean, it's you not going to be a perfect counter, but your matchup's going to get a lot better if you hard lose to something because you only have one counter to it. You can change your Terrastal type to give yourself that extra push that you need. Yeah, you know that. Okay, <laughs> pardon me for this because this is out of left field. You know that one meme that's like, yo, send a cockpick, and then the reply is, I don't have one, and then the follow-up reply is, <laughs> make, make one. That's what Terrestal looks like to me. Got like the Pokemon Alchemist opening Melissa playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think yep, that's yep, probably yep. my favorite thing about Terra, is like, sometimes you can just get like, like, what if I a grass or fairy steel dragon out of like... Two Pokemon. I think my yeah um, my current favorite thing was um I was talking to I think you were also in call. It was Michael and like a couple other people, and I was like, "Yo, like I'm running like a 
I forget the fire type I was running. I think it was like Sarah Ledge or something. Um, not Sarah Ledge. Um, Amarouge. And then I had a Gyarados on the team as well, and I was like, "Ooh, if I make this Gyarados a Grass type, it covers its weaknesses, but it also covers this like Waterfire Grass core that I'm looking for." It's like yeah. that's really neat. I think that's kind of cool. Um, and then like you can do that with. With your fire type, you can turn it into a grass type as well because it's like, oh, and then you have a water type, and then mm-hmm. and it's like pretty cool. I'm I'm a fan. Also, uh, I'm spreading the gospel of uh, of grass uh, armorage. Ash showed me this last night. Yes, grass type armorage is insane here. because like you have two weaknesses now. It's bug and flying, and who the fuck is running a bug type? And what flying types are there? <laughs> mm-hmm. What are the flying? And here's types the thing: mm. Raybird Mercury. Uh, I'm, 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 <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh Kilowattrel, even though it doesn't really run flying, uh Talonflame does run flying. Uh Gyarados, if it terrestrial water or terrestrial flyings. Um, but there's not a lot and Elements. the ability to you're you're not weak to fire still because you still have flash fire. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. the ability to just kind of shut down Lily Cole stuff and you know, you're immune to spore now, all those bonuses. Yeah. Um. You 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 can't be redirected by rage powder. Things like that. Like grass has a lot of those passive buffs that are just very nice. Um. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about that fire weakness. Well, that's that's yeah. that's literally like probably one of my favorite things about Terra is, uh, using your Terra type to like work around like subtle weaknesses that like you have it isn't even like in just like type matchup it's more in just like oh i don't like want to get techie stuff yeah you, I don't, get yeah. you don't want to get rage powdered yeah i don't want to get i don't don't want to get will-wist by an arcanine on my godchamp like don't want to get priority moved so maybe i'm a dark type now yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah exactly or like uh maybe i don't like getting trapped so maybe i want to be a ghost type yeah singles yeah, yeah. is definitely much more uh conducive to that but it's 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 cool <laughs> yeah i'm with you on that mm-hmm. yeah um so you can definitely, like, mon- especially on mons like Amoongus or, like, Indeedy or just, like, any of the mons that aren't necessarily using their Terra-type as, a, as, like, an offensive thing or more of a defensive thing, where the mm. option is available, running, like, a Terra-type to help in a specific matchup is really nice, which is, like, fringe for best of one, because that's where you get the, uh, that's, like, the one thing I needed you not to have to win, but also at the same time... <laughs> It's kind of cool when you're doing it, sir. <laughs> I, I'm, yep, I'm a yep. fan. It's like um, running like water type Amoongus so you don't get flare blitzed or like you don't. I mean, I think water type uh, Amoongus is really nice in general just because it like helps you kind of wall out uh, Dondrozo stuff and like you're already eating that sort of. Yeah, like you're not going to get yeah. like ice fanged or like EQ'd or. Mono water is just a really good defensive typing too especially in a pokemon built like amoongus right yeah this is it's mm-hmm. cool because it makes it feel like you can create a pokemon all right i've been running water type earthworm um yeah well, that's dude hilarious. michael was up last night playing with he worm it was going crazy yeah 2 a.m play with my worm last night we were we were all there all the homies were there <laughs> <laughs> we will look pause at it. <laughs> <laughs> respectfully um, yeah it was an awesome worm he ate so Iron much defa- dirt yeah Earth Eater is a really fun ability, right? And I was terrestrializing it into a water type because I was like, you know, steel's cool for this, right? And it's like, yeah, you use steel type to to block, um, or like the ability with the steel type blocks one of the, the weaknesses. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool, but you're already immune to it. So like, do you need the steel typing? Not really. You can just be a bulky water, like like I yeah. felt like it was running like Suicune or something, or like um, yeah. I mean, no one's really bulking up. Uh, with water types in, in VGC, but like that that type of vibe, you know what I mean? Or it's like, oh, yeah. defense. The water type is good for defense. Let me combine the two. It, 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 I like it. I'm a fan. My a fan. my current sleeper pick right now, something that I might build around or I might want to keep an eye out for, is Vaporeon. I think Vaporeon could be very good. Bulky water type with haze, mm, icy yawn. wind, etc., etc. Yeah. I don't know if it still gets it. I hope it does. But if it does, like I, I think, think that could does. be something. He's cooking I'm, right now. That's I'm, that's fire. I like I'm that. putting it. I'm putting it in writing right or not writing in audio recording. <laughs> this yeah. is my. I've I've called one thing in this podcast. Maybe I can get another. Yeah. Speed control in terms of that, by the way, like minus one dropping, like with icy wind and electroweb, and uh, I don't know what the other ones are. Like nothing um, gets electroweb now, though. Yeah. Right. Like no flutter main means no icy wind, no mm-hmm. electrowebers. 
what are we gonna be doing? Running spite ops? No one's doing that. So yo, <laughs> spite ops, dude. I'm so spide glad spite ops didn't get banned. Dude, I I'm so spide glad spide ops is the funniest fucking Pokemon to me in Gen Nine. <laughs> spite ops. Every time I see it, I just laugh now. <laughs> Brady, you you tell the story. This is funny. So if you didn't know, I mentioned it before. I was in um I was in a video with Marcus talking about just general like what no paradox, no like um ruined guys means for series one. Um, you should all go watch it. And yeah, you should go watch it. And you should all go subscribe to me. I need to upload a video, but yeah. Um anyway, yes. uh what was I saying? Um Spide Ops. Spide Ops, right. Comments. So uh, day after the video drops and I'm I'm looking at the comments because I wanna see like, you know, if anybody like you know, you are in a video you wanna see if anybody like mentions anything about your of like if they think you're dumb or not or something. Just like general <laughs> just like Ooh, I wonder what they think of me, and it's yeah, <laughs> and it's like yeah. Anyway, um, so I'm looking through the comments, and there's like five. I'm scrolling through the th comments, and there's like five different people, uh, that comment about spider ops, and each one of them, I'm not sure if like any of them are ironic. I'm assuming, but a lot of them like are just like taking the piss. But I'm concerned that like there are at least one or two of them that were like, your spider ops is legal. That shit is. Busted. Have you seen its ability, dude? Stakeout, bro? <laughs> Have you seen Stakeout? And I'm like, ain't no fucking For way. One, you're, ain't no fucking way is, you're real. Stakeout is a cool ability, evil. and I'm glad that more Pokemon get it. I don't dude. think it will ever be good because not a, like the wrong Pokemon get it. Me. We're getting there. We're getting there. We're getting there. I'm yeah, speaking of Marcos, now we can give him a, a shiny Hydreigon too, because now he has four of them! <laughs> Wait, what? He found another Zuelas? Yep. Holy shit, dude. I'm gonna cry. M Brady Poor shiny hunting update, there. he found a fourth Zuelas. He's green. <laughs> <laughs> and that would be for me. I don't even like shiny Hydreigon. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like him? He's awesome. He's like barf green, not... Yeah, he's cool. He's not barf green. The game he's really said, uh, I see another Melia. <laughs> another Melia. Another That's Melia. another thing. This Brady guy's Xenoblade watched Xenoblade. I'm so happy. Uh, nice yeah. Turn. Yeah, no, like, I, I have this weird thing where I tend to avoid, um, avoid media, like, for the most part, especially if it's like, not like I like taking my friends' suggestions into account, but also I avoid joining like, like consuming media that ha often has like a large like sort of fan base. If it like, I've a one. You got into JoJo's after all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, stuff that is generally like, uh, like. You know, like, per, like, Persona fans or, like, Xenoblade fans, you see, like, there's a, definitely a negative connotation when you say something like that, right? And generally, mm. when there's a, when there is a, um, like, a piece of media that has those fans in question, uh, I tend to try to avoid them because I don't want to risk becoming one of those people. Um, but generally also, um, there's this weird thing about, like, Oh, yeah, I want to be, I want to, like, not be disconnected from, like, the things my friends like, but also at the same time, I don't want to, like, just become this, like, amorphous ball of, like, being what the people around me like, as opposed to, like, being my own self, and that's just, like, sort of oh, that's like valid. an introspective, like, thing that I have about myself. Um, yeah, that's valid. Like, obviously, in, like, Moments of Clarity, I can say, well, no, I'm, I'm me because I have the set of values, and that's what makes me me. Um, yeah, and then that's it. Where I end up just being like, yeah, now I'll fucking just watch the show because I have spare time to do it. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I do not regret uh, watching Xenoblade. I'm probably gonna play Definitive Edition at some point because uh, people are saying it's different from Xenoblade Two, and Xenoblade Two was the main reason I didn't <laughs> want to watch it. I didn't want to like watch or even consume the the game at all um, because Xenoblade Two fucking sucks it's not a good game <laughs> um and the story is not one that i like um we now have a million hate comments <laughs> it is is it an interesting story not a good one i don't like many of the characters i think i liked a total of one character because he was voiced by uh cloud <laughs> cloud yeah i think his name is takahiro sakurai i think that's his name 
which is crazy mm. because uh, he also voices Kichibe Rohan, and I like that guy as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I've sir. watched Xenoblade 2, and I have not watched Xenoblade 1 in full, so I'm weird. But I'll do that. Yeah. Soon? It, I <laughs> Whenever you got the time. Me and Michaels are in finals hell land, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just doing my usual shit working, um, but just, like, grinding Pokemon shit, and then, like, watching media on the side. So this is, like, the yeah. best, this is probably the best thing about, like, being into shiny hunting and stuff. It just gives me something idle to do while I, like, watch other stuff as well. It's really nice. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, just, just, this, this game, now that I, I've played a lot more of it, the exploration is very fun. I like just kind of running around and looking for raids. Like, I didn't, I had this at the beginning of Sword and Shield, but it was more so of, oh, it was a limited time event. Right now, I'm I'm running around because... I don't know, raids giving you a Pokemon that terrestrializes feels a lot more valuable than a Pokemon that has a slightly higher Dynamax level, that, so you don't have to spend as many candies, yeah. which yeah. I think I have like 400 of right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I mean, very much enjoying my choice of, like, wait till my semester ends, then I'll buy the game, then I'll play it in full, because mm -hmm. then I'll have the time for it. I'm enjoying my choice of that because I'm doing good shit for the semester. Hell yeah. Not enjoy the fact that I'm missing the Charizard right event, because everyone's doing it, and I'm like, ah! Dude, I'm just, <laughs> all so my fun. guys are level 40. I cannot they, do it. They're doing a rerun sure. of it in um, January. <gasps> Let's go! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's that's okay, hype, actually. That's right. I'm glad if for you, that. If you, if you miss out this month, you have next month as well. Okay, I, I didn't know about and that. I, God bless. And you know what is really cool about this is honestly this might be a, a like feature of terrestrialization but like not really the mechanic itself but more so how it's implemented into the game i really like that through these raid events like these community type things the rewards for them you know they're just as good as sword and shield in terms of like exp candy making battle ready pokemon you know that's hype right yeah the the terrestrial shards or like the, yeah. the terra crystals or whatever they're called for each type of pokemon so you can like make um Make whatever uh, Pokemon you want have whatever Terra type you want. Mm -hmm. That being bulk in reward for these like community raid events, I am a big fan of that because I think they can Same. keep doing that for multiple different types throughout the entire game's like life cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I... that that feels like Pokemon Go raids type thing to me. Yeah, that feels like it... community days type things to me. And, I and love the that. fact that. Five-star raids in Sword and Shield, all the extra stuff that they really gave you was more EXP candies. Five-star raids in this game give yeah. you ability capsules, give you mints, give you more tarot shards. Like, it I, it feels a lot more useful. Like, a lot more useful yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I love that exactly. so much. Like, hey, yo, we doing Charizards today because we want to stock up on Dragon-type tarot shards. That's awesome. I love that a yeah. lot. Right? Cause, and it's the same exact concept as... EXP candies and, like, ability pet. You know, it's the same thing, because it's making competitive Pokemon easier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like it because it, it feels like that one resource that is hard to get is now incentivized through a community-ran thing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It, it's just, this game's just fun. Like, it looks like shit. It runs like shit sometimes. I think but when it's good, it's good. Everything about this game is, like, good, except funny. for, like, graphics and stuff, which, like, often is funny. Uh, sometimes yeah. it can, like, draw you out of the game, but, like, also, I'm not the type of person to really appreciate that sort of stuff, so I don't care. Um, yeah, but... I feel like that's always been a Pokemon thing. The graphics aren't super mind-blowing, except for the pixel era, but everything else is really fun. I think nice and good. Mine, the PlayStation can create mind-boggling effects. <laughs> I, I I love that image. But um, what I what I wanted to talk about was the the music, the fucking music. Dude. Oh yes, yes. I, I, so um, if you did not know, uh, creator of Undertale and Deltarune, composer and you know generalist maker of the game, Herbie Fox, um, is awesome guy. One of the many composers on this game. And his influence can be felt in many of the songs. Like, there's a mm. YouTube video you can find um, that is literally just um, every song in Scarlet and Violet that Toby Fox worked on. And if you play through the whole game without knowing what the list is, you can ger generally tell, oh, Toby worked on this song. Um, yeah. And I looked at this video 
last night because I was like, okay, well, I've got like a handful of things that I think that he worked on, like certain things mm-hmm. that I think he's worked on. Um, a couple, like the Dynamax Raid Den uh, one was revealed before the game came out. Um, that was worked on by him. In fact, I think he composed the entire thing by himself. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones he sort of just w- helped work on. Um, uh, so, like, stuff like Area Zero and the battle theme for Area Zero, um, you can, like, tell the influence. There's, like, the final boss battle of, like, the entire game. The uh, theme is definitely, like, you can feel it as well. Um, this also could just be confirmation bias, but, like, I don't know. I A lot of the music, all of the good music in this game had been worked on by Toby, and I think that's just really cool. We live in a reality where indie game developer Toby Fox, who made Undertale, is, like, composing for Pokemon. Like... And also wh- composed music for Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did the funny Megalovania guy happen to, like... Cause he's just good. Like he's it's so it like good. That, he, he he like Ash Ash replied to me putting this in Copic channels. Like after really re-listening to the Undertale soundtrack, it's very easy to say Toby is a god. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been listening to Undertale music again because that just I ha- I forgot I had the OST on my phone. I'm like whatever, I'll listen. Um, and dude, I I know Undertale music got overplayed as fuck when it first came out. Um, and I'm, so I'm kind of glad that it's petered out and now we have Deltarune which is a lot more sophisticated uh storytelling wise graphics wise and whatever but the the music that this man makes the the leitmotifs that carry over between different songs how they're connected in the plot how areas transition into each other how boss themes transition into each other it's it's just it's all done so well and with such care like he he uses so many instruments and it's somehow always the right one like i was listening through it i'm like he's got fucking violins and the other song is chiptune like it's all over the place and he has such good mastery over all of these kinds of i guess instruments that he uses to make music with and his work in pokemon shows that as well because he's using different instruments for him he's using a lot of guitar uh, which he used in a lot of his early music as well, and I, I just love it. It's just good. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, it's, it's definitely a thing of, uh, like you said, Undertale and Deltarune music getting, like, kind of overplayed, because they were, like, the big popular game, like, back in the day, it was, like, mm-hmm. Undertale and Five Nights at Freddy's. Those were, like, the two games back in, like, 2015. Yeah. The um, thing is, though, Undertale, like, it never felt overrated i think it deserved all of the praise and worship that it got like i i just just thinking about that game and the story it was trying to tell and for its time the whole fourth wall breaking stuff was really new and had been experimented a lot with and it was executed yeah. fantastically like like it's just a good solid video game <laughs> it's, it's like, just good it, i mean undertale was literally what started the whole um uh earthbound uh inspired rpg like yeah right um which is like cool because damn that's like there's so many people who create like similar games because of delta Mm -hmm. and like i can think of like i think it's one shot is like one of them but i can think of off the top of my head which is Mm -hmm. also a really good game the the whole genre of rpg makers rpg maker style games that have a deeper story to them is is good i get the making fun of it because it is one of the easier formats to make if you're beginning so that's why there's so many of them but there are some that have just so much gen- so i think a, a good example that i've been thinking about for this is comparing a game called off and amori off and amori are both very story driven games but they're done so in different ways and while Off has, like, that default RPG maker battle system with some interesting, like, like a couple mechanics added into it, and Amori has its entirely unique battle system that's actually really deep. Like, I didn't think it would be that deep, but it was. They're both, like, just done well. And that's what I find neat about the medium, is that it's an RPG, but you don't have to focus on the battle system to make it an enjoyable game. 
Yeah. That that was a very convoluted way to say it. I think same thing with with um Undertale at its base the mechanics are simple but then they have all this depth to them which is the perfect way to build mechanics in my opinion. If your toddler can pick it up and press the button and do the attack, then that's great, but having the depth to it is also interesting. I feel like Pokémon nails that pretty well too. It's very flat yeah. on the outside but has a lot of depth when you go closer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like that's but, just Pokémon to a T. I- like yeah these rpg maker games being used and mostly created by artists rather than game developers to tell stories and present an art style and things like that it's just a wonderful medium i could talk about this forever but i think i think games indie games are just a fantastic expression medium if you're an artist or a story writer or something like that who wants to get your stuff out there because there are so many games that have been two-hour experiences that have left more impact on me than a $60 game that I paid for to play on my Switch or my Xbox. Oh, yeah, no, I'm absolutely. 100% with you on that. Toby Fox is the absolute goat. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what, that, there we go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Did you spend that whole time I trying to I fumbled it. I fumbled it. And like, yeah. I think it's I just... I said that shit up back there. <laughs> I'm sorry for rambling. You gotta... You, this is, I have no, a problem. I think But thank like, you for your musical interlude. <laughs> got you. Got you. I think just like living in a reality where the funny like Michaelvania man is like composing for Pokemon. Like I love Undertale, I love Deltarune, and then that person is now working on one of my favorite franchises of all time. And uh, is a homie with Sakurai. <laughs> and is a homie with like the creator of Super Smash Brothers. Like fuck. Yeah. That's, that's, that's insane. Um does that not it. fill you with like hope? Does that not fill you with like um oh wait, I didn't play Undertale, but what's the meme? Fill you with uh, determination. determination. There yeah. you go. So here's here's uh, what's crazy to me. <laughs> because okay, I re-listened to Megalovania like in its entirely, and I know that's been memed to death, but the whole song is genuinely so good. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. Just on its own. And it is so crazy to me that a song that was made for an earthbound Halloween-themed ha- rom hack. The sound of the final boss was then put into a bajillion page webcomic that was super popular, Homestuck, and then was put into his own, Toby Fox's own passion project story. And that passion project story got so popular that it got put into fucking Super Smash Brothers. Like, not hope. Dude, that's sick. He deserves, I, I will say it a million times, he is like. Toby deserves the shit, and I oh idolizing celebrities, blah, whatever. No, this someone who worked on purely fashion projects and got this far is I don't know. Like you said, Michael, it's inspiring. That shit's inspiring. I feel (laughs) like I feel like it isn't even a a case of uh, like idolizing him. You're idolizing the fact that he like the hard work he went through, right? Like, yeah. that, that isn't, the reason you idolize him isn't because, oh, he made a game, and he, like, make a game that I like. No, you idolize him because of, like, how hard he probably was. pedal to the metal, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. fucking insane shit. Just, like, like indie developer ga- made a game by himself and had, like, one artist to help him, and then, and then, like, just insane insanity just going on. It's, it's, yeah, it's really cool. Um, Long story short, Undertale is good, and if you haven't played it and don't really know the context for Funny Sands or the final bosses or whatever the fuck, highly, I highly suggest it. It's just, it's just wonderful. I own Undertale. Same thing with Deltarune. Deltarune's free! Deltarune's free, by the way! Smile. Play Deltarune. Okay, so I have both of them then. (laughs) Is is chapter two free? I think? Okay, chapter one's free! (laughs) I'm not sure about chapter two. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just cool, man. I, and the it's music, a good video game. It's a good video game, and Scarlet and Violet is as well. Smile. Indeed, um, indeed. Still Scar- haven't yeah, found, like, yeah. Toby. Still, still haven't found my fucking piss moon yet. I'm sad. <laughs> I uh, still haven't beaten the game. <laughs> on three shinies in an hour, brush it up. <laughs> <laughs> we get what we get, and we don't throw a fit, Brady. <laughs> Uh, but I want the piss moon. That isn't what I was looking for. Um, <laughs> I've been feeling like Toby. 
Yeah. I got projects on projects on projects, and they're all hype. And I know comment section. I know what I said. Like, mate, what was it like three weeks ago at this point? That you were gonna that you were gonna make content. <laughs> of like, be on the lookout. I got projects coming. I got videos coming. Hey, I got yeah. everything coming. Okay, everything's coming. What happened to that I believe- video, Michael? By the way. Is that, is well, that... so the video is about something uh, from Generation 8, and now uh, it's Scarlet and Violet is released, so that video can never come out. Uh... So, <laughs> are, you, are you still going to go on your content creation journey? or? I will be doing that. Yep, I've got plans for that as well. But just mainly just like this winter break, right? Not saying like, oh, I finally have time, I get to make shit. Not, not just because of that, but just because like the opportunities that are presenting themselves to me. Like, the mm. people that I'm connecting with that are like, hey, yo, we'll give you this if you do this project. We'll give you free shit. Make project for us. Bro. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm, a be, I'm trying to be Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell it is, yeah, it, baby. It, it's like, even, it, it, it is really inspiring to, just to see, like, success stories like that. And I, like, sort of understand why... There are, like, this weird subsect of people who, like, read, like, biographies of, like, successful people, like... Oh, yeah, huh. Like, uh, like, tech billionaires and shit, and, like... Mm-hmm. Before, it, a lot of people read, like, the Elon Musk one before he was weird. Yeah. And earned Twitter mm. and makes every day hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... When when you when you start sexually harassing your employees and then burn a business to the ground because you don't know what you're doing, I don't think you're very successful anymore. Yeah, yeah. I see, think I'm not you're going just there. a I bad person. I don't really want employees right now. I just want to make shit. Sure yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going there. Nope. It's like Michael cannot own Twitter. It's like just sort of this weird subject of people that like oh, I want to create a business and be successful and shit. Like, which is like cool, but like also that like try hard at it. Um, and like I sort of get where they're coming from, but at the same time, it's like, uh, don't okay, you don't gotta be an entrepreneur? <laughs> yeah. Um, which leads me on to my next thing that happened this week. Uh, we don't really talk about Smash too often. Oh shit! Yeah, but, but like the the oh never mind. I know what happened. To Smash. Smash World Tour Panda stuff is like actually kind of fucking insane. It's Can like, you explain it to me? Because I'm still not yeah, clear. I've been getting shit from all know. over. Okay, so, so, as everyone knows, Smash Brothers and Nintendo competition grassroots scene never had, like, the greatest, um, like, you know, the greatest, like, relationship. Um, it often just ended up us being sort of hanging out by ourselves, doing our own thing, and Nintendo didn't intrude, in, like, didn't, like, intrude unless it was, like, slippy shit, right? Like, mm-hmm. modding the game to play to play the game. Yeah. At least for major events. Um, mm-hmm. So, what happened is, finally, Nintendo sort of, like, took an interest in, like, supporting and licensing events, um, especially when, uh, VG Bootcamp, the, like, Gimmer, the people who, like, run tournaments, decided to make yeah. a, a thing called the Smash World Tour, which was essentially a, a Smash circuit um, that, like, sort of culminated to, like, a final at the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. And Panda Panda Global, the esports team, uh, who sponsors a bunch of... Uh, sponsors a bunch of players, wanted to do the same thing, and they called it the Panda Cup. Um, yeah. And they were able... For some reason, the CEO had like some form form of through line to uh to Nintendo to get licensing for that, and Smash World Tour was also in the in the talks for getting it licensing for like streaming because they can mm. run a, run the event without um without Nintendo interfering um but it's just the streaming rights I think um yeah broadcast <laughs> okay, so, right yeah so. What ended up happening was they were in their own talks, but the CEO of Panda, who was running the Panda Cup and stuff, went around um, went around to like different tournaments trying to get them to join the um, Panda Cup because there was like he was trying to get them exclusively to join Panda Club- Cup and not be like with the Smash World Tour because there was definitely going to be overlap with all the majors. Mm, yeah, yeah, and. 
essentially what happened was he went around sort of soft threatening to like oh wouldn't it be a shame if your event got shut down because you didn't have the broadcasting rights i've got oh, the broadcasting ew. rights join us join us and we will uh we will give you the broadcasting rights just let us run the stream and shit and drop your sponsors and shit and then oh that's dumb um, what the fuck and we'll bring in our own sponsors sort of thing um and then nintendo was like wait you don't you don't fucking you don't talk for us. What, what we can like our streaming rights aren't exclusive to you. And then Smash World Tour was like in talks with them and then like the Dr. Allen is his name, uh was like was like also threatening uh Smash World Tour uh with like, Ooh, I don't think you're gonna be running this year. You're probably gonna get cancelled and then Nintendo was like, Ooh, no, that isn't what we said. We never said that. And he was sort of trying to act as like the spark, like the spokesman of like the the Smash community to Nintendo because like huh. he wanted to be the guy that everyone goes to, to like oh. talk about like going through to Nintendo because mm-hmm. uh I guess it's it, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to do that. Um, so essentially he's sabotaging everything, um, and. I guess, like, one executive at Nintendo um, that was, like, like a higher-up just said, fuck this, it's getting annoying, and then chose to cancel uh, Smash... Like, told them to cancel Smash World Tour. Aww. But at the same time, said, oh, no, you can still run finals, that was your decision. But, what? like, they, they were, like, forced to... They were forced to cancel, but Nintendo is saying that they didn't, and it's, like, really weird. So, um... And then Panda put out a statement that was just fucking, like, strange. Pretty much just blew off the entire situation. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I've missed, but that's the general gist of what's happened. So, fuck Panda. Um, fuck Nintendo as always. Um, and yeah. uh, we love Ludwig because he's he's hosting a, like, event on the date yeah, that Smash the finals was going to be. And that's Skype. <laughs> I, I, just, I think the the important thing to say with all of that is that yes, this affects Smash the most, right? Because like you know, well, I'm, I'm not a Smash player, but like but the major thing is though is that this kind of affects a lot of everything in terms of like what is the broadcasting space like? What is like how how does shit work that you'll never see if you're just playing casually? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And I think a lot of the shadiness and a lot of like the desire for control over a lot of like decisions that aren't inherently yours is just like yeah, and a little cringe and, and worth talking about. And Panda is still running the Panda Cup; like they still have the rights. They're holding onto that, but everyone's boycotting them. And like you got people like Kony, like the Smash commentator, content creator guy, um, is dropping IDBW, the Fox player, like the Melee Fox player. Um, oh shit. Yeah, I just have, like, a bunch of people just dropping from, like, Waddy as well. Um, they're all just dropping from the org and just, like, quitting and everyone's boycotting them, so. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful that for Pokemon, right, for, like, our end of the, our neck of the woods. We're not um, grassroots. That's, like, the. That's... Yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. right? We're not certain things, right, like. I don't know, the first thing that came, comes to mind is, like, Beast Coast, how Wolf and Aaron are with that right mm. now, right? They kind of, whether they like it or not, kind of do, not, like, guide our community, but, like, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're leaders, yeah. What the wolf says, people will follow, which is funny. Cause it's yeah, it's like, like drive interest. The <laughs> like, drive mm-hmm. interest yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the best way to say it. Like, um, herald the hype. Yeah. I think... I don't know. I don't know what to take from it because I don't really study up too much on this type of thing. I'm grateful that we're under TPCI. I'm grateful that we're not grassroots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that in and of itself can be kind of scary because it's like, all right, well, what the f- they can just choose to be like, oh, no VGC ever again. Yeah, <laughs> they, like, they have kind okay. of screwed over VGC <laughs> a few times. Like, they're not... The Pokemon company is not very good at managing it, but at least we have some kind of management. Yeah. At least I it's like something official, it. which you know I'm faithful for. I have I have trust in them. I don't I trust them not to shoot themselves in the ass. Yeah. Um. End of the day, though. 
I don't know, grassroots things, community community things, circuit things. Is shit like Rose Tower, is shit like Victory Road ever going to get hit by this? I really or hope not, because they, they are definitely some of the best organizers. Um, Rose Tower and Victory Road are fantastic. And if you're considering, if you're listening to this and you haven't like played in a VGC tournament before, I think that's a great place to start because... I don't know. They just have a very big community yeah, around them and they have a lot of people to help you out. So if you just join their Discord and like the the it, it won't be a confusing experience. When I first started playing, I was worried I wouldn't know what to do in like getting set up. But yeah. they're Best they're cool. The community is very welcoming. Yeah. yeah they're sure. they're very cool. Um depending on where you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I mean and that's right there depending on where you are. The Pokemon Company International is not very nice to Latin America and some parts of Asia. And there's just a lot of sections that are a lot of places in the world that are just kind of left out of the competitive sphere because some reason I'm not sure well, it's probably something from money place related to place, from place to place. It's it's honestly like a rules like like laws. Oh, is it like gambling? Why are there no tournaments? Yeah. Why are there no tournaments in Japan the way that we have regionals over here? Gambling laws. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah, gambling laws. It's why you can't um it's why like if you don't remember, um there was like a Smash tournament, uh, it was Evo Japan. The the prize was a fucking controller. <laughs> like <laughs> if you if you remember, it was like a pro controller, but it was like an exclusive one, but also it was a pro controller, no money. So Yeah. Um that's like the main reason behind that. That makes I, sense. I that know. makes sense. Um, I think the conclusion that got, uh, that was like given from the whole panda, uh, SWT, um, situation was fit. It is very likely that uh, Nintendo is going to like try to shut, like, gonna try to get like, the days of unlicensed like mages um might be over just based on what they've said in like conversations with like smash world tour um which mm. kind of blows that doesn't really I, affect pdc but like it's still, still like a major L. something to like keep in the back of the mind like, sure, if, i hope it, it probably won't be smash brothers is the biggest esport that nintendo has and they have constantly thrown it under the bus because they play melee um, and because they won't reprint melee, the only sometimes the only way to play is with emulation. And it, it like and throwing like what is was the tournament going to be ultimate or was it going to be melee? It was both. Okay, well then why are you throwing the whole fucking thing under the bus? I don't know. I feel like it's managed horribly, and it makes me a little bit anxious for things like the Splatoon and Pokemon sphere of things because those are the other two competitive games that Nintendo tries to push out there. I don't know. That's the thing also. <laughs> Nintendo themselves doesn't really promote competitive Pokemon. It's really only the Pokemon company. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, grassroots, I guess what I'm trying to say is grassroots is absolutely vital for a scene. Oh, for regardless sure. Regardless of what the scene is, right? Yeah. And that can be some of the coolest shit there. Downside to that is it's not well received very well. So. Yeah. I don't know. The whole yeah. thing's very sticky, and I wish that... We're not trying to make money off of your video game without you knowing. We're trying to enjoy your game. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just that simple. I don't know how it gets lost behind all of these, these legal things. Mm. Yeah, no, I it's, think it's, it's silly, it's but also I don't it's know business. I think, like, it's, it's a weird thing of, um, like, people, like, not, people in power not knowing like enough about it about the situation or just like anything about like most stuff like it's just a fucking middle-aged like white man who doesn't fucking know shit about anything yeah like, <laughs> makes me think of uh yeah most most laws regarding internet restrictions and and things like that are always like maybe they should be made by people who use the platforms <laughs> Maybe yeah. you should be having those people in on the conversation. I don't know. It, this is this is a lot deeper than, than it yeah. should be. But yeah. Uh, Nintendo bad, I guess. I don't know. Uh. But it's okay because I paid $60 for my video game that looks like shit but is fun to play. 
Yeah. Woo! We are, we are we are slaves to our corporate overlords. Uh, Yippee! We need to. And Michael doesn't work also... at Amazon anymore. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, I only lost a couple toenails to that, but I'm good. I'm <laughs> Pain. But yeah, um, you want to know who has who? Never mind. That bit doesn't work. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> He's got one toenail per eye. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? I was gonna say yeah. one toenail because he's got like a lot of legs, and that would be. Then Parrot, I was like, I'm not, I don't want to yeah. think about stack attack with toenails. How many? How many? Are there more doors or are there more wheels in the world? That's what I'm. I, that's like that's what that's the vibes I'm getting from that. He has that eyes is a good on question. Through nails. <laughs> like that's the same vibes I'm getting from that. Uh, I don't want to think. I'm thinking too much about. I don't like this. <laughs> So just anyway. imagine stack attacker with feet, right? No, no, I don't <laughs> want to. I really don't, actually. Uh, thinking about. I don't want to stack attack a picture. <laughs> Fuck! I gotta bring up. Anyway, the, I gotta bring up the list. I've been shiny hunting. Thank you too. I could do it right now and wing it. But, but then you might uh, be wrong. Uh, you might be incorrect. You, you would. But like confidence. What if I'm not wrong, huh? You know hey, you two, Crazy Carlton, Ken no, no, Mako, no, no. Plumber, Professor Germs, Ryan, and Todra. Oh, uh, he fucking to nailed it! He oh! That's crazy. I was gonna be worried They're if, like, someone goats. unsubbed and then you just mentioned They're someone who wasn't goats. there anymore. <laughs> no, I don't- I fuck with my goats, bro. They are goaded. They are quite goaded. Thank you for all of the support. We will be getting content soon. Once me and Michael beat the game, then we're definitely gonna be doing like some raids and like Union Circle stuff, like a hundred percent. Give it a week. I should be able to like be recording Patreon stuff. So when, when you guys when you guys stop being in uh, finals hell, yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. I got two uh, more weeks. Two more weeks. I got one more week, barely. I just have this weekend, honestly, and then I'm done with everything. <laughs> God, nice. I wish that were me. Yeah, uh, thank you all for watching or listening or whatever. Um, yes. And we'll be back next week, hopefully, with Marcus. Um, he was playing in a tour, and I think he got a little, he got a little eepy. He got a little sleepy. You get worn out after tournaments, dude. I'm so excited for San Diego fucking nine rounds of Swiss. Oh, oh you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> I have full faith in you. But also, oh my god, take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that lunch break is a nap break. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> All right, okay, bye-bye. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. -bye.